Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. announcement from someone who is here with us, our executive producer. Yes, I'm <laughs> happy to announce we need the third caller for the $1,000 holiday cash giveaway to be the military, please. It could be armed forces, veterans, or family members. You must have proof of DD-214. Call now, 773-591-1690. Third caller, military. Third caller, military. With ID. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, we have a wonderful show for you. Uh, our panelist is Ryan Takata. Uh, he is a performance maker, educator, and scholar, and he has two people, special guests with him, Sophia Watson and Sarah E. Lawson. Uh, the discussion today is going to be Artists and Elders, a joint project of the Experimental Performance Initiative and Court Theater at the University of Chicago. Welcome, welcome, Ryan. Hi, thank you so much for having us. Oh, great. Yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you've been doing with this um, theater production? This sounds uh, incredible. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Thank you so much. Um, So, yeah, uh, I'm a part of an artist collaborative uh, called For You, uh, with two other artists based in the San Francisco Bay Area. It's uh, Erica Chongshak and Rowena Ritchie. And uh, for the past few years or so, we've been making performances that consider two things. One, uh, performance making as gift giving. Like, what is it to make a performance for another person as a gift and give it to them as a gift? Ah. Um, and then we're also really inspired to bring strangers together for intimate bizarre, romantic, exciting encounters. Um, and that sounds interesting. <laughs> I would say, you know, <laughs> and we could say more about that too, but for the artists and elders, you know, at the end, uh, at the end of spring, around, you know, uh, during a number of shelter and praise ordinances that popped up due to COVID-19, we um, started to think about uh, working with two groups, artists and, and elders who were experiencing isolation, maybe in shared or different ways. And so uh, we became something of a matchmaking service. And we, you know, contacted a lot of our artist friends who, you know, were out of work, who uh, couldn't, you know, go to the studio, make work with friends and work in ensembles, you name it. Um, and then a lot of our elders in our lives who, um, you know, at a higher risk for infection from COVID-19, but we're also uh, experiencing isolation in different ways. And we just wanted to to pair all of our friends together um, and inspire some creative exchange. And so we've been doing that since about March. And then um, we were invited to uh, come and work with Court Theater and some artists based in Chicago and to uh, work with some elders based in Chicago um, and, and make those pairings. And yeah, that's what we're here to talk to you about today. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, and I know you have two guests with you, Sophia Watson and Sarah E. Lausen. Maybe you can, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about what they are doing as far as participation in the Arts and Elders Project. 
Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. So we were um, lucky enough to be uh, put in contact with the Hyde Park Art Center um, through Gregory Smith, who, who works there. And there's a, a Thursday salon of older adult artists um, that we were connected with. And so we met uh, Sophia and Sarah through, through that salon. Um, and Sophia Watson, who is a brilliant uh, and creative retired public school teacher and seasoned traveler, uh, was one of the is one of the elders participating in our project. And, and Sarah Lawson, who um, was a, a past editor of the Chicago Review uh, and taught modern and postmodern literature at the University of Chicago, um, one of the other uh, participants. And we have ten elders that are participating in this project. We paired Sophia with Ben Lamar Gay, who is a a really exciting Chicago-based experimental composer and musician. And um, we paired Sarah with Mark Jeffrey, uh, who is sort of a Chicago darling and uh, uh, well-known performance artist (laughs) based in Chicago and, you know, performed for the legendary Goat Island Theater uh, performance group and has his own company called Adam R., um, and hopefully we can hear a little bit from Sophia and Sarah about what uh, they got up to in their own pairing. Okay, Sophia, tell me, what was your experience like? What what what, uh, what happened when you uh, took on this project and, and uh, you know, participated in the Artist and uh, Elder Project? Oh, it has been uh, very enriching and educational. Mm. Uh, Mr. Gay, of course, as you know, is an artist and just meeting with him every week and kind of learning a lot about what he does and his experiences in Brazil. He's lived for a long time in Brazil. And that was like a whole world opened up to me to hear about his experiences there, all about the people and and the culture. And I'm one that loves to, when my uh, resources are available, travel. But I've never been to Brazil. But now that I have had this experience of, of being in the company uh, uh, on Zoom with uh, uh, Mr. Lamar, I am planning, hopefully when things get better, to go to Brazil. Oh. It's just been a... Uh, yeah, go ahead. No, excellent. I'm, I'm, what are you going to say? <laughs> no, I think that's really fun, yeah, phenomenal. Go, go, go ahead. <laughs> No, no, no. That I was just saying how it's it's been a, a, a very good experience. I had no idea of what to expect when I was uh, asked if I wanted to participate in the program. But I think at this point in my life, I'm I'm open and receptive, and I want to say yes to as much as I can. So I said yes, not knowing exactly what I was getting into, but I'm very happy that I did because. Um, being confined for this period of time has been not the easiest thing for me because I like getting around. I do many, many things here in the, in the city of Chicago, festivals, museums, uh, you name it. And and so the hardest part of all this has been having to be confined. But I'm glad that this program made it a lot easier for me because it was another opportunity to get to meet someone that I'd never met before and have lots of conversations about travel and other things. So it's, it's been a good experience. Yeah, so how, mm-hmm. how, how, how do you uh, get in contact with them? Do you do it by Zoom, or how, what, what is the mechanism that you use uh, to talk? Yes, I, I, um, 
I'm one of the seniors that can do the Zooming. And so, yes, we uh, we were put in contact through the salon group. Salon, we call it our salon on Thursdays. I have been taking classes at the Art Center in uh, Hyde Park. Oh, and good. through that class, some of us decided that we would meet on Thursday, every Thursday, and talk about various artists. And, again, that's been a real eye-opener for me because I've never known so much about art uh, before in my life. But um, that is quite a group. And from meeting with that group on Thursdays, I was then introduced to the uh, art artist and elders program. Oh, fantastic. And, and Sarah, what's your experience like? It sounds like you are really deep into this. Uh, was just, just the explanation that uh, Ryan was given about who you were working with was just amazing to me. <laughs> yeah, I can't even tell you. I <laughs> feel so lucky to have, you know, been part of this whole process. I mean, it's just a delight. Um, the connecting. Um, so the pandemic, for me, in my life piggybacked on top of health issues that I have. I have mobility issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't, and it's gotten to the point where I can't really walk because uh-huh. I need hip surgery and, and some other health things. And then COVID hit. Oh, boy. So I haven't actually been out of my apartment, which is not a beautiful place, or off the second floor of my building since March at all oh. or February, except for like two dentist appointments. It's just dreary, you know. I mean, I have cats, but, mm. oh, I forgot to mention, I live alone. So mm-hmm. this was like a uh, a lighthouse or something. It really was. That was like a figure that works right for me that I didn't know was there, you know. Um, complete stranger um, comes in and so friendly and empathetic and interesting and um, hmm. talented and I know nothing about performance art but now I do um, wow. and we just started talking like we knew each other you know it was it was just fantastic um, that I is... can't even I've been <laughs> he did a zoom thing for Thanksgiving with friends of his from all over the world he's originally from England and he's at the Art wow. Institute now and um, I went to that I actually missed something um, with our own group, our senior group, because I was at that. Um, But it was just, it's like a new person. And he brought in a second artist that he's working with, a Hubbard Street dancer. Both of them are movement people. So isn't that nice? I mean, I can't really move, but they're both involved in expressive movement and dancing and from our talks that we had, we talked, met like two, three times. Um, little things were picked up, and he created a performance. They both created a performance based on things that were said. And it, <laughs> I right. just kind of, I watched it, and I just cried through the whole thing, you know. <laughs> so you actually were engaged in the creative process, and you can see it unfolding. That is just... <laughs> seen that. Yeah, that was exciting. I mean, I couldn't. And I mean, I was just sitting here, you know, on Zoom, but they were taking stuff from my life, basically, and um, putting it in. And there was uh, text in there, words. I'm a writer, and I've been an editor and everything. um, And I think they took uh, words from my favorite book. And for somebody to go (laughs) 
look all that up, and they also wrote some words. I mean, it was just that's know, amazing. Poetry. That's amazing. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, wow. Are you kidding me? And he has a cat. He has cats, so his little cat was just so curious. What's going on out here? <laughs> so the cat was part of it. <laughs> yeah, I have a cat at home, so <laughs> I have a very short, soft yes. place in my heart for them. <laughs> but, uh, you know, yeah. that, that's really phenomenal. Uh, you know, one of the things that we're missing, because you were just mentioning how, you know, the social isolation, it, you know, social isolation, yeah. uh, just because you are you uh, you have social distancing doesn't mean social, um, you know, uh, dis- you know, social isolation. It doesn't mean social disconnection. And this seems like it's actually uh, bridging that, right? Absolutely. See, a bridge, Uh that's absolutely it. A bridge, and that's what, it was so alive. You know, I have Zoom meetings because I'm a facilitator for Smart Recovery, which is a recovery organization Mm -hmm. that's science-based. So I run Zoom meetings for people who, are have some addiction problems or some behavior they want to change but you know that's different because it's you know it's it's just different um you know this uh, this and and then we have our step at step oh go go ahead ahead. Mm -hmm. and this you have your stuff what you're saying Mm. oh the hyde park arts center of course where all this came from and and gregory and um i'm so fortunate that I started going there just a couple of years ago. I hadn't done any. I'm a writer, and I have mm-hmm. blocks. I don't... Uh, I expect to write perfect things because I was an editor and a literary agent and a publisher, so I know what is publishable. <laughs> <laughs> so I stop myself a lot, and I'm trying to get over that because I do a lot of stuff that gets finished. Just go ahead, you know? Um so I thought, oh, let me go try to do something uh, tactile, you know, visual art, collage, something. And um, I had a great instructor there, Rhonda Wheatley, and I love meeting the people. That's what I miss, too, is going to the studios over there and seeing everyone and hanging out, you know. Um, but this is the best next thing. Yeah, because that, 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 that Arts yeah. Institute is uh, it's next to 51st and Cornell, I believe, right? It's near a gas station over there. Yes, it is. Yes, it's yes. next to the gas station there. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. A, a very uh, beautiful <laughs> building, too, with the uh, murals they have on the wall uh, outside. But, you know, one of the things yeah. that you know really came uh, to my mind when you were talking, uh, both uh, yourself and Sophia, um, it was that uh, there seems to be a lack of arts in our lives that not just due to COVID itself, but that this is something that could be extended beyond just that uh, time period. And and usually these programs are the first ones to be cut in schools, you know, um, and, and it's really a shame because the arts are the things that we live for, right? And uh, it, it brings yeah. so much fulfillment and enjoyment in our lives. So these kinds of programs really need to be uh, strongly supported, <laughs> Yeah, they're what, um, like I said, it's like it's like having light and movement for me. And the rest is very, very hard for me. I mean, getting supplies in during the pandemic has been so much harder because everyone is trying to order things. So people on disability, such as myself, are not, are having trouble getting the stuff. You know, and my helper 
quit because she wanted to take care of her family. Well, of course. And my doctors warned me. I mean, my doctor said, minimize the time anyone comes into your apartment. Uh, if you both wear masks, you do, you know, and so mm-hmm. he really was because of comorbidity, you know, illness okay. and stuff. So it's like, oh, great, you know. Oh, great. <laughs> anyway, but I just, I just wanted to piggyback uh, again on the uh, salon group that we decided to put together and meet on Thursday. I've learned mm-hmm. so much through that group meeting on Thursday because there are people in there that really have a lot of experience with artists and art, and um, they share, and we all take turns talking about various artists. The one that I did recently, I did a presentation on Bisa Butler, and her mm-hmm. exhibit is uh, at the Art Institute right now. Of course, we can't go there, oh. uh, but you can also, I think, uh, see the tour virtually. So it, it's just been a great experience all the way around for me. Yeah, what a beautiful bridge. Same thing. Um, <laughs> okay. it, it's a very, um, very group, you know, all different skills. Um, and some people have been doing photography. They're, they have a career. You know, they've been doing that their whole lives, you know, their yes. profession. And some are just starting. And, oh, we did some something on um, quilting and the G's Bend um, quilters, um, which I didn't know anything about, you know. Um, and we did Christo, who wrapped, you know, a long time ago, wrapped the MCA. And I, all these people that I never heard of either, you know, so. Yeah. 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 And it really it's expands. So exciting. I mean, with the... mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, it's going to be exciting to, to get to know the whole group through this Artists and Elders project. And so much of it is just about I don't know, discovering each other in a new and different kind of way. Um, mm-hmm. And as you were saying earlier, you know, around that social distancing doesn't need to be social right. isolation. You know, I think that someone like um, Jamil Zaki, who's a, a psychologist, uh, has suggested that the phrasing was, you know, was wrong from the beginning. Mm-hmm. That we, we should actually think about distance socializing. Like new other ways of socializing in a moment when we can't when we can't be with each other. Um, so artists and elders is this really great way for us to to uh, you know bridge that disconnect in this way, right? To sort of reach out and see how people are, are getting on through through creative exchange, through you know a creative process of creating something together, and that's that's been really exciting and it's been really fun for us to get to know this incredible group of of elders from Hyde Park. From the, from the salon, and yes. I just wanted to say, if any of the listeners are interested in seeing some of these projects, yes. they can go to um, a couple of places to see uh, what those exchanges have looked like, right? Because it might sound a little abstract, but um, they, they can go to <laughs> our 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 website, which is www.4u.productions, or they can go to www.courttheater.org uh, to see some documentation of these creative exchanges. And I'll say that on December 10th, this December 10th, um, at 7 p.m. CST, we are hosting um, an online event to sort of mark the opening of these virtual galleries, which will be a conversation with uh, folks from Court Theater, um, from the Experimental Performance Institute, uh, Initiative, from um, some of the artists will be there um, to sort of talk about the project a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. And you can register for that for free. Uh, at, at courttheater.org. 
Okay, so courttheater.org and then also www.4uproductions, you said, .org? For you, yeah, for you dot production. www.4u.production. dot production. Okay, yeah. is that is that the uh, F O R uh, Y O U or is it a four letter for you? <laughs> it... Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, so www.foryou.productions. P R O D U C T I O N S. Okay, great. And again, these are, what you'll find there are these little video excerpts from each of the pairings mm-hmm. that document the creative exchange. Um, so basically what, what had happened was when we paired them, we asked the artists that we uh, mm-hmm. identified um, to uh, engage in their partner, with their partner, their elder, over a series of phone calls or Zoom calls uh, to learn a little bit about them. Um, and we give them some prompts and directives about what that, how that might happen. Yes. And they then use that material to create a, uh, a creative response to them. Um, and sometimes that was a song. Yes. Sometimes that was an experience. Sometimes that's a piece of writing. Okay. And then they give it over to that, that particular person. So all of the creative exchanges were really rooted in getting to know the okay. other person. So okay. again, this kind of uh, creative... Well, we're uh, running and, and I'm sorry, we're running short on time, uh, but we have to announce a couple of things, and uh, that's fantastic. Uh, veterans, uh, listen to this. There's art therapy out there for veterans as well, and uh, I actually okay. live in Hyde Park, so you may see me over there on 51st. I, oil painting is one of my hobbies. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode, and for more details, visit americashg.org.